When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Seminal Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. What's up, everybody? Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com, Jeff Cameron Show, Seminal Headlines, all those things, reporting live from Dublin from my hotel room. Uh, where I had a I had an occasion, I had a moment. Uh, hopefully, you're watching this on the Smash, and you'll be listening to it tomorrow. Normally, there would be a similar headlines. I got to get out all the the promotions because I got to thank our sponsors. We have a lot of them, uh, but I want to really quickly, since we're not on live for similar headlines tomorrow, Dr. Birch and uh, Birch Orthodontics obviously uh, can't can't start the show without a yay sausage from Register Sausage as well. So, just a nod of the cap to two terrific sponsors that, um, you know, we're not able to do the show for tomorrow, if you will. Now, that said, um, it's been a great day so far. We're getting ready to go out and eat uh, at a steakhouse here called Fire, I believe, and uh, it's supposed to be the best in Dublin. Uh, we have been treated first class. It's been remarkable. So uh, a little a little worn down. been a long day. Probably got about an hour or two sleep in the last 24 hours. So if I look like hell, that's why. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to dinner. Should be awesome, and then then from there maybe hit a couple pubs and crash early. I'm gonna say the quiet part out loud. I am really impressed that you made it through a flight, the drive before the flight, a couple of pubs, and a whiskey tour, and you're still standing. I'm very impressed because as we're recording this, it's just about two o'clock on the east coast of the United States, but it's seven o'clock, and you've been going. I think you said 22 out of the last 24 hours. Yeah. including a whiskey tour sir yeah. in your 40s you never would have been able to pull this off certainly never in your 30s or your 20s i'm very impressed well you know constraint i had to uh, or restraint uh is what i had to show uh while we were uh, on the road I, I i did it right you know just a couple of guinness and then just a tasting not a guzzling but a yeah. tasting at uh, teeling whiskey which was phenomenal and i highly i listen you know, there's no doubt this is a promotional trip and we're getting to experience a lot of cool things that Florida State fans are going to have an opportunity to experience if they so choose, uh, depending on the various packages that are offered and all of that. Uh, this is not me being a corporate shill. This is me saying, like, so far the experiences we've had have been awesome. And I have to tell you, if you get a chance to go over there to that Teeling distillery, you should do it. Uh, really knowledgeable, interesting people. Uh, can give you a history lesson on uh, whiskey in Scot in uh, Ireland. 
uh, and, and, and can talk about uh, the differences between what goes on with scotch in Scotland and whiskey in Ireland. And it, it was just, it was fascinating. Learned a lot, taste a lot of great, great whiskey. And uh, yes, but I was measured in my approach, very measured in my approach. And I think that uh, is what I can uh, stand behind, knowing that I'm still functioning, still hanging in there. I will sleep like a rock tonight by the time we're done with this steak, which will be followed by a couple of uh, tasty, cold Guinness. Uh, if you really want to be jealous, it's not so much the experience of going to Aviva or, or any of those things, which is our mate, which is amazing. Um, but it's, it's the weather is so good here. The weather is so good, right? Right now we've had sunshine, slightly overcast high in the sixties, low tonight at 50. Mm. This is, this is what time it is right now, buddy. This is, this is heaven. As I understand it, this is their season. July and August are kind of their two big months. But I was wondering what the temperature was in July, and there you go. So it's a high in the in the 60s. And it won't be much warmer uh, when Florida State plays next year in late August, right? I mean, they're, this is basically the kind of their summer setting. Yeah, and and yeah, that is one thing. Like the the stadium, when you go into the stadium too, it's it's open air at the top. I described it a little bit like the old Cowboys stadium uh, where they had the hole in the roof. Uh, so you get this cross breeze that comes in through the tunnels, and it's just gorgeous. Uh, when I came here on my honeymoon 18 years ago, um, we experienced the same thing, Tom. It was it was like I think we were in late June, and it was the same thing. It never really got above 72 or 73 degrees, and uh, it was just gorgeous with a breeze and, and sunny. So yeah, the months of June, July, August, maybe the early part of September, just phenomenal. Uh, and then it starts to get a little chilly, but uh, Ireland is a pretty, pretty country filled with really kind, warm-hearted people and a lot to do. And we're just getting started. I've got a lot that I'm going to end up recording with you. And we're going to try to get as much material between me and Ira and Aslan and Wake Up War Chant and the Jeff Cameron Show and just random stand-up videos that we do and nightly podcast summaries and things of that ilk. There should be enough cross promotion from all of the the war chant gang that's over here where we can kind of all utilize each other's stuff and and bring it back home to you guys which is the goal um so you know we're all kind of just taking turns sitting in on each other's pods sitting in on each other's videos trying to capture as much as we can with uh, some really gracious hosts so again you've got uh the steak coming up tonight so we won't keep you forever here for this particular segment uh, yeah, you're doing the smash right now, right? This is the smash. So we open with a little bit of recruiting talk, then we pivot to this, and then there's also a little bit more of Ireland stuff before the smash is over. So everybody kind of understands that we're recorded and on weird times. Like, what are the first impressions that you have about this place that maybe you didn't know 18 years ago and that we should know as we head out there next year? Well, something I did remember from 18 years ago but still forgot to pack, even though I told myself three times not to, is you do need uh, adapters for your electrical outlets. Mm -hmm. uh, your standard plugs don't work over here. That's true of all of Europe. Uh, so it's a $5 purchase, guys. And I think they have them at, like, stores right there in Tallahassee. You can find them. I don't want to give anybody free pub. Uh, but there's a couple places where you can find them. Mine was $5. They had him at the front desk at the hotel. It was very convenient. I walked down there and said, hey, forgot my plug adapter. The guy was like, here you go. It's five euros. It's like, okay, sounds good. So that worked out fine. But you're going to need that. 
One cool thing, Tom, I'll tell you what, we all have these now. And 18 years ago, I don't think I was obsessed with the, the cell phone. Um, hopefully nobody was. But anyhow, the point would be when I, I inquired before I came over about what you need to do with your plans and all of that. Uh, I don't know. You know, everybody's got a different plan. I got AT&T. They said you don't have to do that anymore. It's $10 a day with a max of $100 total. And it's, it's fine. I called you earlier. I've texted uh, my family. I've texted people back home and yourself included. And we've had, you know, really no problems. So you don't really have to make any adjustments. And same for your bank. I told my bank, the bank was like, yeah, don't worry about it. We're good. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that, that that's a thing too. Uh, banks don't really care about roaming as much anymore. Uh, so if you just go and you spend, it's automatically approved. You don't get those annoying flags. But I, I guess one thing, terrible segue here. But I got to go back to the beginning, the whiskey tasting. I would have thought that whiskey in Ireland, based upon what we have here in the States, I mean, there's like red breasts, and that's about the only thing that I like. You're telling me there's actually good whiskey in Ireland. That's kind of breaking news to me. Delicious whiskey. I wish I was drinking some right now. <laughs> um, I got, let me, hold on a second. Stay right there. They gave you a bottle? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me, oh, they gave me a bunch of stuff, Tom. Hold on a second, buddy. So here you go. Like, check this out. So this is this is where we went, the Teeling Whiskey Distillery, and it's sealed though, right? So you can take it home. Oh yeah, and I got three different kinds right here. Oh crap, man! Yeah, we're gonna. I, we're gonna. Now, I will. I will tell you, I bought this on my own. They didn't give this to me, but I thought I'd have cause to use it. Everybody, a little hip flask for that ass. No. <laughs> a little. Hip. <laughs> Hang on. Let me let me go full here. What the hell am I doing? Little so, hip flask. So yeah. okay, I guess what we should do then is when uh, bellying up relaunches, we should do a tasting of this stuff. Back yeah, we can. I got some more stuff here. Um, this is the snifter. Um, check it out, Tom. They said your boy looks good in these caps, and they gave me one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, on the back, give me a little tealing, huh? You should pop that sucker on. It matches your polo nicely. Maybe I'll put that on right now. Matches the buttons of the polo, dude. Oh, look at your oh. boy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So got the tealing whiskey. Maybe I'll wear that out tonight. I'll fit right in. Um, and so that'll be good. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we had, it was a, a phenomenal tour. And yeah, it was, you're going to be surprised. I'm going to bring these home. You and I can taste these together. All right. Uh, they gave us the snifters too, Tom. And I now know something about them as well. So I can kind of break that out. I'm telling you, this has been all first class. Everybody, it's so the cool thing about Dublin, it's a town of a million people. And there's only what, about 5 million people in Ireland. And the funny thing about Dublin, it's just like the, it's a, it's a big, small city. No matter where you go, it's a circle. You end up back in the center of the city. So you really aren't going to get lost. It's not like you're wandering about and you go, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm in the wrong area of Dublin. There's no such thing. And, uh, you know, I, I just I, it's a good walking city. It's a great walking uh, city. So I, I just I can't recommend it enough. And tomorrow we go to Waterford. We'll be out on the water, going to a Viking castle. Uh, I don't think we shoot clay pigeons tomorrow. We may be doing that Wednesday and then we're going to be golfing at uh, Port Marnock links. So I've never linked, I've never done links golf, Tom, you know how excited I am. Aslan and I are playing that course. So we've got a lot of history things to do as well along the way, but I'll be reporting along the way. So we, the great thing is I've already got two or three people asking me, uh, 
make sure Cameron gives us the short list of things that we need to do when we're over there. So I'm sure when you get back, you'll have a field report of this was necessary. You could skip this if you need to, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And now the cool thing is I will have been here twice, two separate, pretty thorough ventures in Dublin. Uh, one from, you know, two decades ago and, and, and one very, very recent. I have a feeling um, that the, 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 I think it's called the Epic Museum, which is um, the history of Ireland and the many peoples that have lived here and the, the centuries and centuries of history in Ireland. I, I have a feeling that's going to be a can't miss. It was not here the last time I was here. We're, we're, we're touring that as well. We're doing an ancestry thing. There's so many Irish Americans and the, our guide here acknowledged that, you know, uh, pretty interesting. One of the guys that is helping us get around and kind of talking to us about the history and places to go. His father, get this, Tom, uh, briefly, when before this young lad was born, uh, moved to the United States and was a bartender at an Irish pub in Boston for several years. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, he's the real deal. And we went to the pub that he manages here in Dublin today. I sent you oh. a picture of it. So it was really cool. That's badass, man. Yeah, my, my grandmother uh, went to Boston. That's where she entered America. And then her husband entered New York. They met at a dinner party, I think, up in Boston. It was old school Catholic. You know, it's just like the chairs are assembled. At, there are chaperones and people are like, may I touch your hand? Like, it's just <laughs> weird stuff back 100 years ago. But it's pretty cool that uh, that you can trace it all back to the roots. I know that that's going to be a big part of the trip when I get back there. But uh, now it's steak for you. So it's whiskey, Guinness. And you actually you haven't even brought up. How's the Guinness? Delicious. Delicious. Exactly as I remember it. It's you can't you're going to have 100 of them when you come out here, folks. They're just so damn good. I'm thinking about one right now. Um, I, I It's so fresh and cold and delicious. The crazy thing is to apply last year's trip to New Orleans, where remember, if you go to Bourbon Street or the casino, it was 80-20 Knowles because all the yeah. LSU fans have been there yeah. done that, so they just drive in. But it was really cool to take over a city. Dude, I can't wait. I won't I won't know Dublin without Knowles. You'll know with and without, but can you imagine the presence that we're gonna ever we're gonna be 35,000, 40,000 of those 50,000 seats? It'll be corporate people from the local part of Ireland, and then it'll be Knowles. And that's pretty much it. They're pumped about it too. Like they, there's a level of intrigue surrounding Florida State that they're excited about. So Notre Dame's playing here this year against Navy, and of course they're embracing Notre Dame with the Irish Catholic history, and they're the Fighting Irish for goodness sake. So they, they, they're very excited about Notre Dame. Notre Dame's played here before. They played here in 2012 against Navy, and I think they beat them like 50 to 10. Let's hope this year's game is better. Uh, but, but short of that. They're really pumped about Florida State because they know Florida State's good and they know the brand. And so it's pretty funny, by the way, we were walking. This this is it's a small world, guys. We're walking to one of these pubs on the way back from the stadium, going over to the distillery. And uh, this guy turns around, was wearing a Florida State jacket. And he goes, oh, where are you from? And I said, Tallahassee. And he's clearly American. And he's like, oh, we live in West Palm, but we're both Alabama graduates. And then one of the guy, and then the guy turns and he starts talking. He goes, "What do you guys do?" We tell him. And he goes, "Oh, I'm really good friends with Jeff Purinton." So some of you guys remember Jeff. He was SID here for baseball for many years. Then he went to Alabama. This guy's friends with him. We took a picture on the corner next to a pub that he sent to Purinton. I'm like, "This is the smallest world ever. It's crazy." But there are plenty of Americans over here, 
And there's plenty of bars that cater to American football here. So it's pretty neat. Like the Irish are starting to really embrace American football in addition to obviously European football and rugby. Yeah, they love the pageantry of college football. I found that in Halifax, which is about as close as you can get to Ireland without being in Ireland in terms of, you know, culture. And they're just enamored with the idea of college football and the chance and the rivalries. Yeah. More, more so than the the bland nature of professional football. Uh, yeah, that's at least how they feel about it there. They have bars that are dedicated to professional football here, but you're right. They are, they're intrigued by the more collegial aspects uh, that you just described because of the chance and the stuff that they do here too. They keep asking about the war chant, believe me. I said, well, it's going to echo throughout this place resoundingly. Yeah. You'll so. be, you'll be sick of it within two days. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go eat steak, everybody be well. And uh, I'll be checking back in uh, obviously from time to time here. And Tom will hold down the fort until I get back. To all the Seminole Headlines listeners, thank you guys as well. So I'm meeting Ira and Aslan downstairs right now in the lobby where we will be uh, chauffeured off to this uh, fire steakhouse. Should be great. And then it's a few. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system We're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Full Guinness and a bed. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. The wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures, my bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new MyBookie money bag feature, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200. Play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, Look no further than my bookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Check it out. You can't see before I bring in the boys. Well, Ira and Corey are there on screen if you're watching. Damn it, this is... This is difficult, guys. Here we go. There you go. There's, there's the headline shirt. One of it. them. You can see the back. Little, little yay sausage action. That works out well. We've got a different one for each time. Uh, we'll talk about it more. Corey, you got yours on? I don't, man. I don't. I haven't. Ira hasn't given it to me yet. That's, But that's my bad because I'm not in town. That's I'll, accurate. I'll have it for uh, next week's show. All right. So there's Ira and Corey. They're both here. We've, we've made a different arrangement, different look today just because of microphone issues that we've been dealing with for too damn long, but we're, we're, we got it. We got it worked out. It's going to be all right. We're here together and we should say, yay sausage. And thank our friends at register sausage to start the day. Ira, you want to take over and I promote away, baby. I thought you were just going to show the shirt. Just let it be implied. But I guess that's only for the YouTube audience. The that podcast listeners and yeah, those yeah, 93.3 listeners wouldn't be able to see the, no, not at the all. Yay sausage. That's a top seller, by the way, of the, of the new yay shirts sausages. Uh, no, it's a fun one. It's you, fun. Yeah, you've created a phenomenon. Um, Quite by accident. But uh, Register Sausage is, uh, they've got a promo going, guys. A special promo there just launched today. If you go to registermeats.com is the website. The promo code is BUNLENGTH. <laughs> all, all caps. You got that, Corey? BUNLENGTH. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, length, length isn't the easiest word to spell either. I've uh, always struggled with length. BUNLENGTH. Uh, all one word. Spelling. All caps. And you'll get ten dollars off of your order online, and uh, you should do that. If you, unless you're in the area, you can go to your local grocery store, or Publix, Walmart, Winn Dixie's, a bunch of different stores have them. If they don't have them, complain. And then, uh, but if you're outside of the region, outside the southeast, they're, although they may be coming to you soon, mm. unless you're in Alaska, mm. uh, but you can order it online and use that promo code BUNLENGTH. L E N G T H. Correct. Mm. Corey Link. struggles with the word, but I'll just yeah. throw it out there pretty easily. Uh, so there it is, bundling. And by the way, Ira, how can they get this shirt, amongst others, that will show off throughout the show today? There you go. The shirts are available uh, at uh, SeminoleHeadlines.Shopify.com. Not stop, uh, Spotify is what I said no, last no, week. No, no, Just keep it simple. Shopify. SeminoleHeadlines.Shopify.com. And uh, you know, we tweeted out the link as well. It's on my Twitter bio if you find it. And, uh, yeah, man, there, we're uh, shipping out the first ones uh, here any day uh, that people ordered last week. So appreciate it. Thanks for everybody for uh, who ordered them and checked out the website. We appreciate it. All right. So what's, uh, what's with the square next to me? I think we're going to fix that, too. I think that gets removed okay. uh, at some point. Uh, it's just a, it's like a, the, it should, we should put the magic eight ball there. 
and have it just yeah. give our fortunes every. I like that. It's the vo- you can tell as we talk. It, it lights up. It's just monitoring the uh, the voices here. So it, I, okay. I don't know. It's cool. It's a cool little feature. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the uh, spy balloon. Yeah, they're in focus. Shoot that thing down. It's just over monitoring to Yukon, us over Montana and Alaska. <laughs> Forget it. It's everywhere these days. Uh, the camera has to be here, or you and YouTube can't hear audio. That's what that is. To answer okay. your question, Corey, I'm glad you drew All attention right. to it though. Um, oh, now, now, I think I was asking the question that a lot of people were wondering. Bunlength. Bunlength is the special <laughs> promo code, everybody. It's Bunlength. Uh, and there's right. nothing wrong with Bunlength. No, nothing. It's great. So I want to I want to say this. You were on the road representing War Chant, you and Aslan covering for us. Uh, Corey and I were chilling at the house last night, just hanging out. Glad that you guys drew the assignment. I just got done talking to Mike Norvell, so it was your turn. Uh, what do you have to say over in Pensacola and how hyped were everybody? That's uh, that Corey and I did this trip a year ago, had a real good time. He got stinking drunk. I had to carry him back mm. to the car. But other than that, it was great. That's why they won't let him back, actually. <laughs> the Escambia yeah. County authorities have they let it be gave known. Us, gave us a year off. Corey Clark's and no I even longer. I know the mayor now. Yeah. We're in good with the mayor, and True. they still won't allow me back. No, said so just take the year off. Let it let it, let it distance itself. <laughs> let it die down. Yeah. And yeah. D.C. was there. D.C. was in, in the house with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor of uh, Pensacola is pretty cool getting to catch up with him, former War Chant staffer, former well, he, War Chant managing editor. Yeah, and, and I really remember him most for getting screamed at by Jimbo in the hallway. In an uncomfortable moment where Once he was screamed down where everybody yeah. could watch it. It was great. It's come a long way since that moment. He's not the we've, only one. We've all been screamed yeah. down a few yeah. times by Jimbo. There it is. But, yeah. uh, no, it was cool. You know, this is the first time they've really been able to do this. You know, it was a staple under Coach Bowden, the, the spring booster tour. He would go out to all these communities and, and uh, spend time with the fans and, you know, maybe pick up some checks along the way from donations, from donors and, and – uh, but mostly just kind of that engagement. That's kind of part of that barnstorming tour was kind of how – Florida State really built their popularity in the in the seventies and eighties, and then, you know, more recently, a lot of teams have don't do it anymore. A lot of coaches don't do it anymore. Uh, Jimbo did it some, uh, then towards the end, kind of you know didn't the, like it. The just it wasn't a, he didn't like the golf. Coach Bowden would do the golfing. Uh, Jimbo didn't like to do the golfing. So the 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 complexion of the tour changed a lot. Then when Coach Tagger came in, there just wasn't a lot of excitement really after the first game. It's a toughie. And then, so it's been a while since it's been a coach who seems to really want to be out there and fans who were happy about the program. So it was cool, man. It felt like those old days where, you know, the fans are coming out in droves. They're happy. The coach is excited. The coach wants to be there. He took pictures with everybody. That's something that I think when Jimbo was here, I think they had to, it was limited to people that paid to paid extra yeah. to get some pictures, but uh, I think Coach Bowden used to take pictures with everybody. Mike Norvell took pictures with everybody. It was a cool event. And cool. they're going to have, uh, I think, nine or ten of them. Corey, you'll recall, and I know this is probably something that without question happened with uh, you and your father. My dad used to go to these things with Bowden when he traveled around all across the state. And I remember going over to St. Pete with him when I was a little kid. And also uh, he had a buddy in Lake City, go over to Lake City, and Bowden would do the golf events there. I wonder if the, the benefits, obviously back then, uh, we know it, it helped grow the product, and, and Bowden became, and he was perfect for it. He was great in that venue. He was so affable and won people over, even those that were maybe neutral. Uh, but And but, people would say that they would come. That was the only time they interacted with him. Yeah. And they'd come, and he would always remember them from years before. Or they'd see him somewhere else, like, oh, yeah, buddy, I remember seeing you in Lake City. Or even if it weren't true. He would say he made him feel like that was absolutely <laughs> right. true. And, yeah. yeah, that's smart. That's part of that charm. 
I wonder what – I'm just asking you this question, Corey. What do you think the benefit is now uh, of still being uh, in a situation where glad-handing could pay off long-term for Florida State because times have changed? Isn't it just raising money? Like, isn't that what all these things are for? And you, uh, I mean, I know you want to rub elbows with the fans, but I think you're trying to, you know, elicit donations because those matter. Um, right, Ira? I mean, isn't that the, That's part the, of it, man? This I think there are some of these events are going to be more geared towards that. This one was more for the general masses. I think they're doing some of both. They've got it's still good, even for the general masses, right? To come and say, Oh, I had a moment with Norvell, or I was here for an hour, I felt kind of special. I feel a part of the Florida State fan base, I feel part of the Florida State program. Here's $500 or here's a thousand dollars. Like, I think all that matters to kind of um, get in there. And speaking of, uh, <laughs> My dad going to those things with with Bowden. I remember 1991 specifically. You know, Florida State was going to start the year number one in the country um, for the second time in four years. And it, it was a ballroom full of people, like 500 people. I'm 16 years old. My dad stands up to ask a question. And I might have told this story already, but I am mortified. You know, you're a 16. You don't want to be embarrassed by your dad, especially in a room full of people. Um, he... He stands up, they call because they're taking questions. It wasn't just him interrupting something to stand up and talk, but they're taking questions. I'm like, dad, no, don't, you don't have to. He's like, you're going to like it, Turk, I promise. And then they call on him. Okay, yeah, the bald man in the back is how they identified him. Um, and my dad yelled out, what are the plans for a rap video this year? Because it was three <laughs> years after the Seminole rap. And literally it got the biggest laugh of the night, which was really cool. That was a, like, even Bobby laughed about it. And he's like, I'm not sure yet, but it's going to be a good one. I've been, I've, I'm heard of working on it. But it, it's moments like that, that that was really cool going back to Bowden, just hearkening back to Bowden. You always felt like uh, he knew you or he, you were part of something that was growing in the 80s when you went to those things, right, Jeff? Like it wasn't what it became in the 90s and a little late 90s for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. The reason I brought it up, I, I knew you would have a story and, and I too went with my dad to some of these events. So I, I figure there's a lot of people out there listening who can relate to that. And times have changed, and I wonder uh, what is gleaned from something like that. You were there last night. But I do think that one of the areas in which Norvell has succeeded is connecting mm -hmm. and yeah. connecting to both players and connecting to fans. And it's vital. You know, even, at, even with Jimbo, there was a disconnect. Uh, he won, and so that, you know, it's the great deodorant, right? Winning is the great deodorant. And so there were a lot of people who didn't feel connected to Jimbo but appreciated his work ethic and his talents, and they won games. But it was easy to see when things broke down how it happened and why there were a lot of people who were kind of like, well, okay, so be it. We wish it hadn't happened. It's an ugly look. It's a, it's a stain on the reputation that he had created here. But I don't think a lot of people felt connected to him. Willie wasn't here long enough for anybody to feel connected, and they didn't win. I think, I think that along the way in getting this program turned around, that one of the areas that he has succeeded greatly in, and it's going to benefit Florida State and him long term, is that he is connected with his passion and his ability to, I think, illustrate that in a way that fans can relate to. Yeah, and I think from a, if if there is a part of it for an event like that that's more focused on on money, even it's more of a long term play. From the standpoint yeah. of, you know, maybe somebody comes to that event that hasn't been that connected to the program for the last five years or eight years. Yeah, but then they listen to this guy talk. They they see the the excitement they got maybe they were interested by what the team did last season then they go hear him talk and now one of the things they're doing you know when you come to these events it's only i think it was like 25 bucks to come but when you come then if you're not a booster they're like hey you know would you want to sign oh, up yeah, to be a booster it's only 60 dollars. well now you're in the system and you're back at part of the program i think mike norvell realizes 
that this program and this fan base, there has been a disconnect for a long time. Long time. Um, you go back to those years under Jimbo once they stopped winning at a high level, then the Willie years, then Mike's first two years. And uh, so I think it's a combination of all those things. But the other nice thing he's doing here, and again, I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a trivial thing. You know, he's bringing players to these events. Like last night, they brought Darius Washington, who's from Pensacola, Azaria Thomas, who's from Niceville, uh, not too far down the road. And it's good for those players to, you know, be, get some exposure. They get to meet some fans and, and some friends that may end up being long-term connections for them down the road. But it also, Mike Norvell wants them to understand who they're playing for. And that ultimately, they're playing for themselves. They're playing for their teammates and all that. We get it. But it's good for them also to be exposed to that passion in a more personal level. So they got to hang out with fans and get you know direct conversations with fans. I think it's going to be good for these players when they go to Miami. Maybe it's Maurice Smith or or Tatum Bethune. I mean, I think they're going to do that at all these events as well. And I, I don't think that's been as common in the past. It's smart. I think it's a smart thing to do, especially if you can come across certainly as genuine and you really do appreciate it. I think Mike gets that. Always really seemingly has, and uh, it's one of the area of strength. Every every coach, every person has strengths and weaknesses. An area of strength with Mike is certainly passion and and being able to convey that uh, to this fan base, his players, and obviously the way they coach. And so I think that comes across well. Also, I think Mike knows, as does anybody in the modern game, uh, these are people that are going to be contributing in some fashion to whether or not you're able to compete in the NIL world. Uh, that's just the bottom line. I mean, you're going to have to continually raise funds. That part hasn't changed. Where the money goes changes some now, and how it's used changes quite a bit. But the ability to raise funds and lots of them is always going to be a big part of big-time college football and sustaining a level of elite play because now these days, you know, the money was always going somewhere to build a facility, to build the newest of the new, to, to recruit, whatever it might be. But it's going to be to pay the players. You got to have it. It's smart. It's smart now too. You think about it. When we were just talking, when was the last time Bowden was really relatable to a fan base? Early '90s, probably, maybe mid '90s. But you know, by the time 2000 rolled around, he was 70 something years old. Now that's not to say he wasn't kind, but you didn't feel maybe like you were talking to the guy that oversaw the whole ship. Like he was the captain, sure, but you know, Mickey ran the defense, and then Jimbo came in and ran the offense, and. This is the guy that runs everything. And Willie wasn't here long enough to really relate or connect with the fans. Jimbo, that's one of the last things he wanted to do. You actually have a guy that seems to be a very good coach, but also really does want to connect with the fans and is relatable and is connecting with them. That that Now, he's no, he's not as funny as Bobby. He's not as gregarious as Bobby. But he's relatable, and he'll sit there and talk to you and take a picture. Uh, that That matters too, man. I think that matters as you're trying to rebuild a program. The though and of these events, so I think there's ten total, and I think maybe six or seven of them are these kind of for the masses. Last night they capped it at two fifty and they sold out. They you know they literally could have had more people in there if they wanted to. Uh, but some of the other events are going to be for the Bowden Society, which is the people that are giving the bigger checks. It's not the hugest donors, but it's a, it's an initiative, um, a little bit more select group, and they'll be smaller groups, but uh, kind of a, I think at donors' houses. But so they're going to do both during this. You know, during these stops, part of it's going to be the goodwill, but part of it also will be, uh, you know, trying to get some big checks. I am what was the food like, Ira? They had sliders. The like? uh, can't go on with sliders. We gave the uh, thumbs up. Aslan gave me the, the heads up that the chicken was not the best. So they had so pork you, and, yeah, and uh, the other sliders and, were the way to go. Yeah. So, I, okay. I, I was just going to say. The it thing, wasn't a sit-down dinner. It was uh, just kind of like a buffet on the side. 
It was the the fan base hasn't had a chance to hear from Mike, uh, in at length, other than you know re- recent interview I did, and then a few times that he's talked. But now he's going to get this opportunity. So on the heels of a 10-3 and three season. Yeah. It's a very different message, very different talking point, very different, uh, I would think, uh, mood in the room. For sure. And I thought two of the two of the big talking points I think he had were, and we've written about him on the site, people can find it at warchant.com, or you can watch the video on our YouTube channel. Um, but I think two of the big talking points were, one, you know, embracing the expectations, that they're not hiding from the expectations, and that, you know, he had a good line. I think probably his best line last night was, you know, look, Nobody expected us to win crap last year, and we, we, we didn't let that bother us. So now that people are expecting us to do a lot, we're not going to let that bother us. We're focused on us now just like we were last year. The other thing was, talking about his contract, he said you know, he made a point to say he wanted a long-term contract, that he, this is where he wants to be. I think that's good for – now, whether or not three years down the road, Jimmy Sexton's not holding Florida State up for more money, you know, whatever. But I think it was good for him. He clearly wanted to get that out that, look, it's not by accident that this was to 2029. I want to be here. This is where I want to be. Well, I, I think that's true in general. It's one of the things that makes Florida State a destination job. I mean, there aren't that many places where you can win a national championship that has, that has proven it time and again. One of the important things about Jimbo Fisher winning a national championship, it was the one without Bobby Bowden. People needed to see that that could be done as well. And it is, and I think Florida State is a place that for coaches, you realize if things are operating to peak efficiency, as I like to say, and the money's right, well, you have a leg up on everybody because of where you are and the kinds of kids that you can recruit. So when you come from Memphis, yes, it's a huge step up, but one would think you'd want to be here so long as things are indeed operating at peak efficiency. So why wouldn't you want to be here? I mean, there are very few places. Now, everybody's got a price, and I'm sure if somebody came in there and they were insane with SEC money and they decided to offer you $200 million, you might walk away from this very great place to be. But short of something like that, this is a absolutely, and you'd want to declare that from the mountaintops for recruiting purposes and otherwise, and donations and the like. Uh, you would want everybody to know that you want to be here. I thought something else he said that was interesting. Uh, before, I don't know if he mentioned it, Ira, during the actual you know speech to the people that were there. Was it a speech? Was he behind a podium? That was a, more of a Q. He, he turned into a speech a few times, but it was supposed to be a Q&A with Jeff Colhane. But uh, a few times oh, okay. he had to apologize to Jeff. It was kind of like you on Wake Up. He had to apologize to Jeff Colhane for talking for 10 minutes. I and, talk uh, too much, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you ask yourself, do people want to hear from me or Aslan? <laughs> and then you go from there. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Same thing with Mike. He's like, I, Jeff's great, but do you want to hear from me or Jeff Colhane? I got to talk. It was a Q&A. Um, yeah, but, but so what he talked about before the, sh- b- before the uh, event, right, was he talked about, I thought, those guys coming back. And that he told all those guys, this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done when you come back. He's like, because I've been with them now for a year. So I know how to work them and how to work them hard. And he did say, and again, you never know. I don't think he's the guy that would coach speak, but he is so positive all the time. I don't know that if he wasn't seeing something he'd like, he would tell us. But he did say the guys, the the leaders, the stars that are returning are his hardest workers and are really been working hard in the offseason and in the, in the tour duty stuff and in the, in the winter workouts. That's a good sign, right? Because that's the thing we want. That's the thing I wonder about maybe more than anything. It's just the mindset. Well, I like that. And one of the things he taught when he was talking about that, one of the things he said was when they had those conversations, when he's talking to Jared Verse and Jordan Travis and Trey Benson, all those guys about them wanting to come back, he said he made it clear to them, look, that's awesome. But the great thing is I'm going to push you harder than I've ever pushed you. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're coming back for a reason. And I think that's like, it's, it's, it's what you should say, but I believe it. 
it's also been the message to the transfer portal kids right. that uh, it's a great place to come and you'll have a wonderful opportunity. But, oh, by the way, I'm not telling you what you want to hear. I'm going to work your ass off and you'll be better because you came here. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. The wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new my bookie money bag feature, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at my bookie. Use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200. Play with 300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Uh, hello, men. Love the show. This is probably a Seymour, writes Timothy. My question is for all three of you. Good. But maybe more in Ira's wheelhouse. Uh, of course. With FSU being a public university, is any contract they enter into subject to freedom of information requests? As a taxpayer of the state of Florida, couldn't one of you sue FSU and the ACC to see the Grand Rights Agreement and shine light on this abomination? Um, all right, so other people have seen yeah, the we, Grand of Rights. You, you can, can see the yeah, Grand, Grand of Rights. Grand is out there. You can see it. The, the, what you can't see is the – and then maybe at some point there will be a lawsuit for this – it's the actual TV contract because the grant of rights isn't that detailed, right? The what's the what's really detailed is the contract and then the, the television contract, but they don't let that out of the state of North Carolina. They don't let that to schools break. If Florida State's officials took that contract back to Tallahassee, then it would become a public record we could request. But because it's still in North Carolina, so that's why all these attorneys, Florida State and Clemson and all these other schools are sending attorneys to North Carolina. It's to to read the contract in person because they can't bring it back. Why? Because that would become public record. Oh, and okay. that was the whole thing with yeah. because and up there the ACC is not um, a public institution. What if they just snuck it out and didn't tell anyone? Uh, <laughs> they, could, they could. That would be good. Yeah. Hey, my, uh, Michael Alford. Next time you're up there, just put it in your briefcase and walk out. They have copiers somewhere in that office. That's actually part of the deal. They won't let them make copies. I mean, come on, ACC. They By can the take way, notes. She lives in Atlanta. That's right. But she, she might grew, live on Jimmy Carter. She grew, <laughs> I do not think so. But she grew up in Clearwater. Apparently. Yeah. Both of you guys. So you we guys got are the dream team. We, all over the place. We, we may be able to get the money, Corey. Yep. What are we looking for? Just a half a bill? Oh, no. I mean, half a bill will cover a lot. I feel like of... she should file it through my LLC and we'll figure it out. You and I together. Yeah. That's we could smart. do that. Yeah. You want to do that? In FSU, we promise you're going to get that money. You'll get you'll get a portion of the. Actually, no, I don't want to go through your yeah. LLC. No. Yeah. I, well, we can. I mean, we can work it out. Okay. Some hey, tax write offs for both of us. We'll Je- go we'll make it happen. Jeff will give like 35% to Battle's End. Yeah, well, yeah, and don't then, lie. We have a lot of money to disperse. We'll yeah. be able to do plenty of great things around here. And when they run out from underneath Jeff Cameron Tunnel, it will <laughs> yeah. be something to behold. We'll all celebrate <laughs> the victories that are forthcoming. Uh, Charlie writes, good day to you, gentlemen. Good day to the best damn sports talk show in all the land. Amen. Uh, how about Amen. that, guys? Yeah. As always, I love your show, and I can't get enough of it. A little while back, you guys had a question about the biggest mistake made by FSU over the years, and Ira said the hiring of Willie Taggart. And while I have mad respect for Ira, I have to take issue with this particular position. I believe Willie was necessary but painful as a step to Mike Norvell. 
2016, Jimbo was driving us into the side of the mountain, as you guys like to say, and that was not going to change. If A&M had not hired him, we would have been stuck with him at least two more years based on our sports administration at that time. They may have been worse than Willie. Hiring and firing Willie did not cost any more than firing Jimbo in 2016 or having two more years of Jimbo. 2016, Mike Norvell would never have been on our radar, and we would have missed out on him. Ironically, Willie Talgett may have been one of the best things that ever happened to us because it was the necessary bridge to where we are now with Mike Norvell. Your thoughts? One little correction. Mike Norvell actually was on the radar the first time around, and they decided to go for Willie. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not saying that Mike Norvell would have been the right hire at that time because I don't know that it would have, you know. Again, look, I'll be the first one. The one thing I will own up to with Mike Norvell is when, at the time when they it became apparent that that's who they were going to hire after the Willie Taggart debacle, I thought, man, they're, this is not going to go over well. Like, the fan base is not even going to embrace yeah. this guy mm-hmm. because you just went back for another AAC coach and you're, you know, you're not getting a Power 5 guy. You're not getting and a name guy. And don't forget they had all had dinner with Bob Stoops. They were here. And Everybody go, knew exactly. he was going to be the next head coach. He was, he was right? at the airport. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just there was so much buildup. They had that renaissance campaign to donate, you know, for donations. It just – the timing felt so weird to go back to the AAC. Um, but two years earlier, it might have been, you know – I don't know if it would have sold any better at that point. But um, you, you, I mean, we'll never get 2018, 2019, and 2020 back. Like those were our year; those were years of our lives that we had to watch that sorry product. And a lot of that did have to do with Willie Taggart. And I'm a big Mike Norbell fan. I think we're all believers. I think we think he's very good and can have this program elite for a long time. But it's been one year, so let's not act. In it's five a fair, years, it's a fair thing to say. In yeah. five years, we'll have better hindsight on what getting to Mike Norbell meant. Right now, it looks great because they're you know they won ten games last year. But let's let's see if there's some championships in the future before we say Willie Taggart ended up being a good thing. Yeah, because he could have just made a good hire in eighteen in seventeen eighteen and not had to deal with. I think if you go 20. back all time, and I think I can't remember if you guys mentioned this at the time. I definitely think somebody came back to me with it was you know the letting Coach Bowden make Jeff Bowden the offensive coordinator. Might have been. I may have said that at the time on the air repeatedly. <laughs> Did you ever say uh, that? I may have mentioned that you this seems out like against, a catastrophic mistake. Came out against Jeff. It's Bowden. also tough though. What do you do? You got, you're staring at Bobby Bowden at that point. It you know? sucked, and I remember having said that on the air, thinking this isn't going to go over well. And I, I do admit that had social media existed the way that it does now, I don't know that I would have been as mm-hmm. verbose in my efforts because I would have had people okay. telling me uh, every thirty seconds that I was the world's worst person. Um, but it seemed like a catastrophic move. And more importantly, I will say this when you go back, and I really thought running Dave Hardoff was a terrible, terrible mistake. But I, there were people in the administration who also knew it was a terrible, terrible mistake. But when you have an iconic figure, yeah. Yeah. and this is anybody anywhere in any sport, if this person is that powerful and that great, and especially if they're a good guy and they're just making a terrible mistake – it's easier when they're a bad guy. Yeah. Like when Jimbo Fisher's screwing up, yep. he had a national title in his back pocket, but he wasn't beloved, right. and he was a jerk, and he was easy for people to go, yeah, screw this guy, get him out of here. Much harder for Bobby Bowden, but it was one of those things where I think a lot of people behind the scenes were kind of like, yeah, this is not going to end well. As they say with nepotism, it's never the hiring, it's the firing. Well, and the challenge with that is you would like to think, like if one of us was making a bad decision 
especially professionally. Yeah. Personally, you know how many times you and I have had to have this conversation about that guy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple. And, it's, and all the love we have for him, and we watch it play out. We say we got to let him learn. We got to pro- let him learn. And I never do. The the idea that Bobby Bowden didn't have anybody on the staff that like that you know Mickey and other people yeah. on the staff didn't feel like they could have that conversation. Yeah. That's, Chuck used to be that guy, nice. and he had gone away, and right. then there were lots of other things that were so involved that prob- there, Where yeah. Florida State was in 2000, that probably cost them probably multiple national championships, that decision, because it derailed it was, the entire It was program. still – when I I mean, the early 2000s, and, we, you know, it's the lost it decade, still, yeah, yeah. but – Man, they there was talent there. They had a ton of talent. And they if they it would have they would have kept getting a ton of talent if it wasn't that coaching staff. Think about how good they were in O two even. And then it's just it's after Well how much talent they had in O two. They weren't good in O two, but they had a lot of talent. That was O three. But O two they went nine and five. Well they weren't terrible as my point. But they had a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to judge horrible like bad decisions by how many national championships it cost you, Jeff Bowden's probably won. But Randy Moss is one A. Well, don't kick I, Randy Moss off the team. You win two. Yeah, na- at and least and, two and national this gets back to where we three. We, you where you three can see the cultural shifts because if you think about that, it's absurd. It's absurd. It's like pot's legal. Yeah. What are we yeah. doing? Can you imagine a weapon of that magnitude? We all have. Every Florida State fan has thought. Imagine trying to defend that receiving core with Randy Moss. Yeah, you're beating people by fifty every Saturday. You don't have to play Florida again in 96 because well, you would have just beat them by 30 beat them, points. Well, they yes, boat races. Nobody even would have wanted to play you in the championship game. Um. Okay, Michael writes, Jeff is going to read all the questions? This should make Ira happy as it's Facebook. Actually, I might have missed this, but why do you guys like Twitter questions over Facebook questions? You guys. I, I'm indifferent. It's one guy. I, yeah, know, it's Ira. I, I, I'm completely indifferent. But Ira feels like Twitter's his baby or something. Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Like He just, originated... Well, I mean, here's the deal. Like, this was, there was a long period of time where you were favoring the Facebook questions and giving the Seymour. Well, Facebook was the OG. And, and, and yeah. so then, like, you know, Twitter comes you along. You figured you had to fire back the I other way. Fight. I had to Extreme. fight. Extreme, yeah. For when Twitter do we to start, get this. Uh, what's the new one? The, the oh, Zuckerberg? Tw- threads. When threads. Somebody, we got to have a threads. Uh, somebody asked, somebody told me on threads. Because uh, you guys don't even, do you, you got a threads account. I'm on I've got a threads, threads account, account, but I don't post. I'm cutting, cutting edge. Yeah. I was right on People threads. can't find you on threads, though. Well, I'm not. You got your burner. It might be a way to, you know, I'm doing things. Yeah. <laughs> you can say all the things he wants to say. <laughs> um, I got, oh, wait, 50 seconds? Oh, fellas, you got screwed. There were more questions. We'll mm. have to get to them next time. We're going to be gone next week. Yes, we're going to be on a little trip next week. More details possibly coming out yeah, on that. Yeah, it'll be coming out later this week, and then we'll be back the following week. And, hell, guys, it'll be go time at that point. We'll be, yeah. it'll, it'll be time. And we yeah. might do some content next week. I think Tom's trying to get us to do something. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll yeah, see. Tom's always trying. But maybe not a full full uh, central headline. For Ira, for Corey, and Director Matthew, I'm Jeff. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we appreciate you. As always, be well. Peace.